0: Welcome to the second part of this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast, a chance to go behind the scenes at the Women's Rugby World Cup in New Zealand. Saturday it's Australia against New Zealand in the other game in Wales' group and then on Sunday the big one for Wales against Scotland. But the players have been in New Zealand for a little over a week now. Family and fans are beginning to arrive out there for a Women's Rugby World Cup like no other. Bigger and better than ever before. So the Welsh Rugby Union podcast had a chance to catch up with Wales forwards and roommates Gwen Crow and Cecilia Tupolotto to find out more about the experience. Welcome, Gwen, Cecilia. you've had a day off today, describe what everything's like for you out in New Zealand at the moment maybe uh start with you gwen
1: yeah so on our days off it's been good to, to sort of like get out and, and see a bit of the towns that we've been staying in today myself and cecilia and gwentlian got to go and meet the prime minister so that was a pretty cool experience it's not something you do every day and it was also nice to sort of experience some of the local culture and we like got to experience sort of like welcoming it into the uh gathering as well which was which was pretty cool wasn't it uh that
2: was actually pretty cool um <laughs> Yeah, like Gwen said, you don't really get to meet the prime uh, prime minister every day, but um, she was pretty chill. I really, <laughs> I quite like meeting her.
0: I guess yeah. she would be really pleased to have the women's rugby world cup there. It would be quite important to her as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think she really enjoyed meeting us as much as we enjoyed meeting her as well. Um, yeah, like Cecilia said, that she she was very laid back. She sort of just was like, she seemed pretty. Like, like, like she just did what she wanted. She just went around and chatted to different people and people were trying to <laughs> come and get, come and have a picture with us, come with us and she was like too busy just <laughs> chatting away to everyone else. and just in, enjoying it. So it was really
0: good. So you meant to be having a day off today. How come this happened?
1: Well, Liz <laughs> said to us, do you fancy coming to meet the Prime Minister? And we were like, yeah. well, we could have a day off another day. So we went with that. And she did also mention that there was going to be some free food there. So it swayed us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. just describe what the atmosphere is like for those of us not over there. How much has this caught the imagination over there?
1: I think it's pretty huge. Like, we've been stopped in the streets a fair few times, especially when we were in Auckland. We were staying at um, Sky City, so it was like right in in the centre of Auckland, and we'd literally come out of the hotel in our Welsh kit, and people would be asking us, you know, oh, "Are you excited for the World Cup? Can we have pictures?" There's people back at home that I want to like send pictures with you with, and that kind of stuff. So. It's pretty mad that, like, it's so well-known publicly out here that that it's going on, and it just seems to be a pretty good buzz. Even so, when we were in Auckland, it was two weeks away from uh, any matches kicking off. It was still a pretty good buzz around the place, wasn't
0: it? You've been there for a little while now. Have you been just hard at training, Cecilia, or has there been a little bit more to it? Obviously, today was a day off, but generally, how's it going?
2: Uh, Training's been going really well uh, the past two weeks we've been preparing very well it's been an intense training but good intense preparing as well as we can for the game on sunday
1: it was good because when we got here obviously the jet lag was pretty pretty tough and for a lot of us we'd never experienced it before so being able to get out go to the beach just go around coffee shops have been a big thing for us over the last two weeks <laughs> i probably visited about 15 coffee shops and In 13 days (laughs) um but uh yeah like it's good to get out and actually like explore what's around us as well because as much as we are here to play rugby and to do a job like it would be a shame and a waste for us not to take in the culture and the experience around the place as well
0: the rugby team that has their eyes open to what's around them tends to be a happier team and and often a more successful team. So good to hear that you're getting out and about. Tell us, you started in Auckland, you're playing in Wangarei. Um, Where are you staying? What are you doing? How's the travel?
1: So, yeah, we stayed in, like I, like I said, the uh, Sky City in Auckland, which was pretty cool because getting to see, like, a pretty famous landmark of Auckland, like, every day out your window was... And it changes colour as well, so that was pretty cool. People jump off it as well. Yeah, and people jump <laughs> off it as well. Um, So plenty of entertainment going on there. Well, uh, and then we had... Uh, yeah, safely, safely. Very safely. <laughs> attached to bungees. And then we had about a two and a half, three hour drive down... Well, up actually, north here. And it was a complete change of environment because... Well, as y- y- Yosa uh, kindly Camarbon. referred to it as going from London to Camarbon. So <laughs> that's... um. But it's really, I like I quite like it here because it's it's gone from being very busy and being around the city to like a little bit more chilled, like laid back, which means almost that we can focus a little bit more on the rugby and sort of narrow our focus is going in, into match week.
0: Yeah. And Cecilia, so, so, yeah, you've got a, a family background in that part of the world. Is, does that mean that you've, have you been there before? Or is this your first time too? Uh, no, I've
2: actually been here a couple of times before coming here this year. Uh, My grandparents live out here so I come every so
1: often to visit them. I probably have more family out here than I do back in Wales. (laughs) every five minutes, Cecilia will leave the room and she'll say, I'll be back now. I'll be back. And I'm like, okay, see you in a minute. And she'll come back up. And I'm like, where have you been? And she said, oh, my grandparents and my cousins are downstairs and they've just bought me this bag of toiletries. And (laughs) they just come up to the room with like gifts. We've probably got six shower gels, a couple of shampoo and conditioners now.
0: And even, so, and then she said,
1: well, I thought she said that she didn't have any family further north. And then we're out for food last night. And she disappears (laughs) and she comes back with another bag of gifts. And I was like, I thought you didn't have any family up here. Oh, my cousin was outside. (laughs) I was like, I can't keep up with it. And then then
2: that night of the coconuts. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) And then they brought her a bag of coconuts.
2: So so currently in our room, we have two coconuts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> With no means of smashing
1: it other than yeah. throwing it at the floor, but then yeah. it was just waste the coconut water.
2: Yeah, so we're trying to figure out a way to yeah. open those coconuts up
1: and drink yeah. it. There's I no see. hammers laying around. <laughs>
2: when we arrived in Auckland, going out of the airport, Um, I had probably over 20 family members waiting there to for our arrival. But um, I wasn't expecting it. I was only expecting one or two aunties to be there. I walked out and they were all there holding banners and signs. And um, standing there holding maybe over 50 necklaces, but they have made out of chocolate bars in it, wrapped in cooking film. One for everyone on the team. Yeah, I wasn't expecting them all to be there. I cried. (laughs) I always cry (laughs) seeing family. (laughs) Um, But yeah.
0: Do your grandparents live in Auckland?
2: Yeah, they live in Auckland.
0: It's obviously a massive rugby family. Does that come from the grandparents or does it go further back than that?
2: No, I think it goes further back than that. Uh, Rugby is the main sport in Tonga, but mainly just for the men. Mm. I'm probably one of the f- first females in Tonga to play rugby. Like uh, it's very, yeah, it's very stereotypical back in Tonga, but my beliefs are women can do whatever men can do and probably even better. So appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, we're all delighted you're playing. Certainly, I mean, quite <laughs> like sharing a room with a local celebrity.
1: Oh, I know. Honestly, everywhere we go, everywhere we go, and, and all the girls, all shampoo and conditioner is expensive here, isn't it? And I, I wouldn't know. Cecilia's family have been buying it for us. <laughs>
0: so, are they all going to be going to the games as well?
2: Yeah, And they said. Every every single time I see them, they uh they say whether I play or whether I don't play, um they'll still all come along support the team, the behind the team hundred percent.
0: When you play <laughs> New Zealand, will they be behind Wales?
2: Oh, definitely. They <laughs> even they even learning the uh the Welsh national anthem, so they can yeah, also. Okay. sing. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, they'll definitely still be behind us. So.
0: You're one of the younger members of the squad, of course. Has that helped you settle into this? You know, what is a massive global event?
1: I don't think people see me for my age, do they? No, she's, she's one of the youngest, but she's definitely, definitely one of the most confident. <laughs> 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 and um no, she's like settled into the squad so well. As soon as she came in, it was, I think what's great about the rugby environment is you don't see people for their age so much. You just see them as teammates. And you could have someone who's 18, 19 or 32 and we're all here for the same purpose. And it's what sort of brings us together as a team. And I think we all have sort of like a general maturity that you all have to, you know, you've all got a common goal that you're you're trying to reach towards. So it helps each other settle in because we've got that in common.
0: And this event, this Rugby World Cup, what's everyone saying about how this one compares to Women's Rugby World Cups in the past?
1: Well, so... I think the biggest difference is that over the last few years, women's rugby in general has just grown significantly. When you look back to 2017, even like the media coverage, from a Welsh perspective, like the amount of support that we now get in our Six Nations games compared to back in 2017, 2018 is so significantly better. And obviously you you look at like the Euros with the football and the growth of women's sport there. I think it's on like a big track with big momentum and coming into into this year, it's almost like it's all eyes, all eyes on us and everyone is excited to see what women's rugby can do on, on the world stage.
0: Over there, do you feel that the world is watching vibe or do you think it's just sort of a big event within New Zealand? Cecilia, I guess for you, the first thing is the fabulous. No, I
2: think it's like a worldwide thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, as we said, we've got supporters from home. Here in New Zealand, New Zealand's a rugby country, yeah. So that, like nearly everyone knows about our World Cup this year, but no, I think it's a worldwide thing. More, more and more people get to know why we're here and what we're here to do.
0: Yeah. What's the six-week touring experience? Your little taste of it in Canada, but the two of you are roomies. How's the uh, the touring experience going?
1: I think it's going pretty well. I think it's always good to be sharing room with someone you're comfortable with and that you get along with. It's quite important. Obviously, like, you're basically a home away from home when you're on tour like this. I Like, it's both something new for both of us. The longest we've shared a room is, like four days in yeah, a row, probably, probably, before this. But i got no complaints so far. Oh,
2: I don't have any either.
1: So, other than the fact I'm a little bit messy. But it's organised chaos. I don't know, don't lie. I can start dropping you in about the stroppy teenager stuff, but I won't. I won't. We'll save that for another day. <laughs>
0: Who are the characters uh keeping the sort of squad going? Do
1: you know what? I think at the minute we have so many different characters. There's never a dull moment, honestly. It's like... <laughs> like... On the dinner table, you could be sat next to anyone, management or players, and, and you know, like you're guaranteed to just laugh the, like, for pretty much the whole time. So we've got a pretty good group at the minute, and I think, you know, that trip to Canada and stuff, is sort of helped us bond more as a team and get a taste of what it's going to be like being away together. And, yeah, I think, obviously, we, we have days off and we have time away from each other as as a team, so that helps as well to just, just sort of freshen things up and, and make sure we're getting our our sort of separate stuff like as we would at home or a normal rest day as well.
0: And have you got a tour song yet?
1: Well, on, yeah. But we it's haven't can-on-on. actually performed it yet. <laughs> and on the bus on the way to Heathrow, we were all practising it with the ukulele and everything, yeah. and we had a conductor at the front, but we haven't actually had the opportunity to perform it live yet. Yeah. But it's there, waiting in the wings.
0: Who plays the ukulele and who's the conductor?
1: Well, I was playing the ukulele, works, and... The, yeah, the yeah, Gwenny P and B. Cara was also yeah. helping the, the the choir masters, yeah. on oh. Snowy. Snowy, yeah, for pronunciation, yeah. yeah.
0: When did you learn to play a ukulele?
1: <laughs> oh, it's a long story, but I went to a New Year's Eve party once and someone had a ukulele. It was clearly a very fun party. And uh, over like four hours of being there, I just learned how to play it. And then I bought one and then that was maybe like eight years ago. So,
0: yeah and you've taken it out with you.
1: Yeah, well, that was a laugh. Aww. Everyone else had one rucksack, and I had a big or bag, and a ukulele case, and another carrier bag, just to carry all my stuff in it, because I was bringing this ukulele machine.
0: So I guess that's all, all part of touring. Normally people take a guitar, or someone can jump on the piano, but yeah, ukuleles may be easier to carry around slightly. Well,
1: you'd think. Uh, but actually, when you've got to change planes three times, it's not particularly practical.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when do you think it'll be the first time we, we hear the team performing Calon on land or anybody out there does
1: that's a good question so, in two not weeks not next week the week after I reckon we can get it out before then you know but you know we'll see we'll see <laughs> yeah
0: and is the dressing room music is there someone in charge of that someone in charge of who plays what
2: There's us too. yeah both so, of us I I normally play music on the bus. Yeah, I,
1: I put my headphones in on the bus on the way to the game. And then Gwen plays the music in the changing rooms. In the changing rooms. And then after the game, it always depends on how the game's gone, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, sometimes you just put a bit of, like, if we lose or, like, we, you know, our performance hasn't gone as well as we wanted it to, then you, you like, chill vibe a bit, yeah. isn't it? But then when we win. Oh, that's well, way. that's a completely different story. <laughs> yeah, well, usually Proud Mary. Oh, yeah, and then Kelsey one. Kelsey Jones likes to dance to that. And then we all get involved. And then sort of like, you know, a bit of Black eye, please. Yeah. yeah, it's a good vibe that is when we win, which will be the vibe on on Sunday, won't it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so if you put the headphones on on the bus, is that a, a lack of a vote of confidence in Cecilia's music?
1: Oh, no, not at all. I just like, <laughs> uh, I, I like quite like, like drum and bass and like heavy stuff, which isn't particularly the cup of tea of everyone else. But that's what helps me get into like the zone before I play. So I w- I wouldn't subject anyone else to that because I know it's not particularly a well liked taste like genre. But um, yeah, I like it.
0: <laughs> and what's the last song before you go out?
1: Um, Black Skinned yeah. by Kanye West. That's what we play in the changing rooms. So as we come back in from the warm up, HJ's usually got that on the phone ready to press play as soon as we get back in, and that's about three and a half four minutes. And that's usually the time we have between getting back in and then get getting into our captain's talk uh, so and then get out on the field. Yeah.
0: Good. So you're obviously having a good time out there. Let's just talk a little bit about the rugby. You had a bit of a training match against the USA, following on, obviously, from full-blown matches against Canada and England. How How was that?
1: Yeah, like it was a great opportunity for us to actually put into practice our learnings from both Canada and England and actually test it out against a new opposition. I think as a team we, we found it definitely very beneficial and we've taken a lot of the learnings from that but also like celebrated the successes that we had during that as well uh, and brought it into the sort of training week that's followed uh, before going into into the Scotland match.
2: Uh, we also did have a lot of learnings from our training session against USA mm-hmm. and so we've just put that into training this week uh, to get ready for the
0: game. So let's look forward to Scotland. We focus of course on you all being professional but So is Scotland now. So it's an even playing field from that point of view, but you've got quite a good recent record against them. Does that give you an extra edge of confidence going into this one?
1: I think we actually reflect back on our performance against Scotland in the Six Nations and there were so many opportunities that we actually left on the field and where we could have run away with the game and we didn't. And so for for us, it's about capitalising on those opportunities and and making sure that we leave nothing on the field. And I think it's always like, You've kind of just got to park previous performances against teams. And it's the same with the Canada game and the England game in, in the build up. You've got to take your learnings from them and then park the result because that's not going to influence your performance or how how we play as a team on the weekend. So learn from the performance against them, but kind of look past that and and focus purely on what the like the job that we have this weekend. Yeah,
0: and when it sets you up. Yeah, if you didn't win then that's going to make it a difficult tournament for you so do you feel a bit of pressure as well
1: there's always going to be pressure because it's a world cup um and we you know our, our aim is to get out get out of the pool that we're in and the best way we can start that journey is by getting a good win against scotland but you've got to lean into the pressure a little bit with it like it kind of builds it up and it makes it even more of a special event so i think the girls are like relishing it to be honest that like We love it and we're loving the the atmosphere and the environment here. So hopefully we can just sort of channel that in and and pull off the win on the weekend.
0: And it's a later game for you, but of course that means it's a morning game back here in the UK. So live on TV, people can just get up a little bit early on Sunday and and watch it live, of course. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, hopefully we'll get some uh, good viewership at home. Like I said, like people can literally just roll out of bed, check on the TV and just watch it in their pyjamas. So, you know, if we can play a game, that's the least we can do. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my dad is currently on the plane on the way out here. So that's nice. Uh, I know there's probably, what, 50? Yeah, there's like 50 family members all on the same flight at the minute. So that would be great to have the, the sort of like home crowd, home support out here. But, yeah, we need all the support we can get back home as well.
0: That's quite a gathering, 50 parents and family coming plus up in one fi- go. 50,
1: 50 plus 50 from Cecilia's family as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so a bit of support. Having that number of family there, that'll change the atmosphere a little bit, won't
1: it? Yeah, definitely. It'll make it feel a little bit ho- more homely, won't it? Yeah, my yeah. family are
2: crazy. So... Yeah, they are. Crazy. Yeah, I can
1: vouch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what are going to be the key areas, do you think, against Scotland?
2: Just taking those opportunities that we didn't take in the Six Nations. Um, like Gwen said, that we had a lot of opportunities that we could have taken. But from that game, we've learned just to go from the off. From the off.
1: From the off. Yeah, start well. Like start well. Um, and just Don't leave it to the
2: 70th minute. The come out, which is probably what we did in the Six Nations. But we have learned to just play the full 80 as well as we can.
0: Mm-hmm. And it all starts up front, of course.
1: Yes, always forwards win the game, we know. <laughs> um yeah, I think like there's no hiding from it. It's gonna be like a physicality battle. And that's a big thing for us. Like we we wanna front up and we wanna make sure that we're winning the collisions up front, and then that sets the backs up well then to do the pretty things and score the tries. Although <laughs> some mole tries would be quite nice too, some scrum pens. <laughs>
0: Scoring the tries—that's been the job of the forwards an awful lot. Yeah, Those line that is very true. No time been... the
1: backs pulling their weight. It? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the lineout driving walls have been a real weapon for you, haven't they?
1: Yeah, definitely. I like. I think we can use that as a weapon, and hopefully, teams like teams fear that, and, and that's something we
0: can bring. Totally give the ball to the backs a bit, maybe. See Jazz Joyce. Uh, I like.
1: <laughs> Well, we'll have to see. We'll
0: have to see. OK, well, there'll be plenty of support back home for the game. Glad to see you both enjoying it so much. And uh, very best of luck on Sunday. Thank you very much. So they're clearly in good form. Let's hope for more good form on Sunday. Plenty more from the Wales squad of the Women's Rugby World Cup in New Zealand on the Welsh Rugby Union But Until next week, goodbye.